Welcome to Getting Healthcare Right, a bi-monthly podcast about the business of healthcare. Brought to you by TriHealth and hosted by Jamie Smith, president and publisher of the Cincinnati Business Courier. In this podcast series, we explore changes being made by some healthcare systems to provide care differently and in a way that benefits patients, employers, and entire communities, all while costing less than traditional healthcare delivery. It's about getting healthcare right. In this episode, our topic is population health and how it helps businesses. TriHealth CEO Mark Clement joins us. Mark, welcome back. Jamie, it's nice to be back. You know, in our last episode, we started talking about population health, triple aim. Can you just real quickly, for those that maybe didn't hear the last episode, revisit the triple aim and getting healthcare right and explain how that works? You know, the triple aim represents or stands for better care, better health, better value. We also talk about the triple aim plus one, and it's better health, better care, a better value, and an enhanced team member. We refer to our staff as team members and a work environment and a physician and clinician practice environment. And the triple aim is really about evolving the way in which we think about and deliver care for our community. You know, as we talked about and explored, I think, in some depth in previous podcasts, uh, you know, healthcare is broken. Uh, and it's broken in part because we have a flawed financing system. And that financing system is a fee-for-service payment system that really reimburses episodes of care as opposed to rewards and incentivizes improving the health of a population, which is really what we ought to be doing as healthcare delivery systems. And so at TriHealth, we've been on a journey to get healthcare right. And that journey is really about embracing the triple aim plus one. Better care, better health, better value. And better value really means more affordable care. And we do that by you know creating a great work environment for our team members and the practice environment for our physicians, which ultimately allows us to deliver the right care that a patient requires in the right part of our healthcare continuum. And increasingly, that is not in very expensive hospital settings. It's increasingly in the ambulatory setting. So it's the right care in the right part of our healthcare continuum uh, to produce the right clinical outcomes at the right time for the right cost. And that really uh, sums up what the triple aim is all about. And to deliver on that triple aim, we know that we have to evolve our payment systems to increasingly reward and incentivize us, meaning TriHealth, for delivering on that triple aim of improving care, measurably improving the health of our population and community, and doing that more cost-effectively than we're able to do it in a pure fee-for-service environment. And as we evolve those payment models, and we do that in partnership with the federal government for Medicare, the state government through Medicaid, And very importantly for your listeners, commercial insurance companies like Anthem and United and Humana and others who work with employers to deliver employer-funded healthcare benefits to their employees. We have evolved payment models from pure fee-for-service to what we call population health or value-based payment arrangements, which frankly, where we put our money where our mouth is. We take risk for delivering um, better care and improving the health of our population and doing that more cost effectively. You know, we can talk about theory and we can talk about systems and what's supposed to happen. 
but obviously, you know, success stories and stories of real life stories help us understand. Can you share with us some patient success stories that you guys have seen? I think that's a great question and I'm going to do that, but I'm also going to share some success stories for your listeners, uh, employers. We've developed an innovative partnership with one of the large commercial insurance companies, Anthem, uh, and that partnership has allowed us to develop a unique insurance product, which is now available to all of the employers in this market. It's called Blue Connection. It's um, what we refer to as a a narrow network product. And we've committed to, through that product, uh, and those employers, which are growing every year that are taking advantage of this, some large employers in this market and small employers have uh, subscribed to this and offer it as one of the, the benefit options for their employees we're able to deliver care to those employers uh, for their employees at 12 to 15% below open network products. And at the same time, improve the health of their employee base. And I'm gonna give you a couple of examples and I could give you hundreds of examples, but our podcast is not gonna be uh, allowed for that uh, just given the length and duration of this podcast. But let me tell you about Dan. Dan is a, um, a 65 year old, otherwise healthy patient that we care for in our system. But he had a history of smoking through much of his life. And uh, because of the investments that we've made in analytics uh, and digitizing medical information through our electronic medical records and our commitment to improving the health of our patient population by identifying the at-risk subsets of the 500,000 members that we care for, whether they're at risk because they have chronic conditions which are not well managed or they're at risk because of, of lifestyle. Smoking in this case, the case of Dan, we've developed you know, the capability to produce actionable insights that allow us to reach out to those patients that are at risk. It might be a patient that uh, hasn't had a, a colonoscopy exam or a patient that may not have completed a mammography or in this case with Dan, a new cancer screening tool, which is a fast scan CT of the lung to screen for lung cancer. Well, Dan had a, a history of smoking a couple of packs a day for more than 20 years, although he stopped smoking in recent years. That still puts him at really uh, heightened or elevated risk for developing lung cancer. Lung cancer is one of those silent cancers, and oftentimes it isn't diagnosed until it has spread or metastasized. So the earlier you can detect a lung cancer in the early stages, the greater the probability of curing the disease before it becomes metastatic, in which case it's almost uh, impossible to cure. So we reached out to Dan uh, because of his risk factors and suggested that he receive a, uh, a lung cancer screening procedure. It was a simple procedure. We completed it in 15 minutes. And um, we actually detected a small lesion early in the disease process that we were able to biopsy. We determined that it was cancerous uh, and we were able to remove that lesion. And Dan is cured. Had we not reached out to Dan, the disease would have advanced to the point where it expressed itself symptomatically. Uh, He would have been worked up, and at that point, it would have been too late. And we would have spent tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars treating Dan uh, in a terminal stage uh, to slow you know, the disease progression and buy him some additional time, which would pass on to employers. But most importantly, it probably would have resulted in, in Dan passing away earlier than he otherwise would have. And earlier that in this case, than he did because we were able to detect it. 
remove it and cure him. And there are hundreds of cases just like that. I could tell you a case about Stephanie, who is a 50-year-old woman who we care for in one of our primary care practices. She had a, a very severely high uncontrolled case of diabetes. Uh, her A1C was nearly 10. Normal is below five or six. And uh, it was uncontrolled despite you know, her best efforts with insulin and diet control. We actually, and this is what we do for every patient. So um, this is not just an isolated case. One of our care managers, actually a dietitian in this case, uh, reached out to and began to work with Stephanie Stephanie wasn't in one of our hospitals, wasn't in one of our emergency departments, wasn't in one of our ambulatory uh, centers. She was a patient of ours and a patient that we knew that was at risk for developing um, more severe illness if this condition wasn't uh, better managed. Uh, we reached out, worked with her over the course of six months to alter her diet, to improve medication adherence with insulin and her A1C dropped to below six, which is normal. And she, in the course of this six months, was able to lose more than 50 pounds. And uh, Stephanie is now healthy, has more energy, <laughs> uh, has fewer absentee days uh, with her employer, and uh, has the prospect of a much healthier and longer life as a result of better managing that condition. These are two examples of the hundreds and thousands of examples of patients that we are working with every day as a result of our commitment to getting healthcare right, creating an accountable care organization where we are now responsible for the health of, of Dan and Stephanie. And uh, the cost of the healthcare and the cost of delivering healthcare to Dan and Stephanie and 300,000 other members of our community. We've built the care models that I've described in part today that are allowing us to really improve the health of Dan and Stephanie and, and hundreds and thousands of other Dan and Stephanie's in our community. So Mark, you guys can do this all you want. You know, that's great. But it also speaks to our population. They have to do the work and they have to build that relationship with a system like you, right? They have to see you on a regular basis. They have to give you their health conditions so you can monitor them, not wait till they have to go to that emergency room or to that near-death situation, right? Well, that is right. And, uh, you know, we, uh, because of the investments that have been made, uh, you know, over the last two decades in putting in place uh, digital electronic medical records, uh, building out our analytics capabilities, big data, if you will, we now have the, the systems and the analytics capabilities to really understand the health of the 500,000 members of our community that are cared for within TriHealth. You know, we are regularly developing registries of patients with chronic conditions that our ambulatory care management team is using to proactively reach out to patients like Dan and patients like Stephanie to ensure that they're having receiving the appropriate screenings to ensure that their chronic conditions are being actively managed and, and are under control. You know, absent the investments in our electronic medical records and uh, our analytics team, we would not know that Dan was at risk for lung cancer. We would not know that Stephanie's diabetes was not well managed. We would not know that, uh, you know, the 25,000 members 
that we care for who have heart failure, we wouldn't know which of those patients whose heart failure was not under control or well-managed. So that's the power of the investments that we've made in big data and how it translates into saving lives, improving health, and lowering the cost of healthcare, and ultimately getting healthcare right. Right, it obviously shows the success and and, uh, how it helps patients. And also obviously it helps businesses, right? We get whether it's cost, other ways it helps businesses. Absolutely. I understand some businesses contract directly with you guys. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, we have a relationship through our employer solutions, corporate health division. We have a relationship with probably, you know, 4,000 or even more uh, local employers, some large, some medium size, uh, as many small. And uh, we provide a full range of services to those employers from, you know, employee health physicals to EAP, uh, employee assistance programs. We have a very large employee assistance program that's really designed to, to support employees who are going through difficult times, stress and trauma in their lives and to triage and get them into the appropriate you know, care settings. We provide you know, workplace uh, wellness and fitness uh, to you know, a full host and range of employers in the community. And we work closely uh, on a direct-to-employer basis to help employers to bend the cost curve for their own employee health benefit programs. And we do that uh, directly with employers, but we also do it through, you know, the relationship that we've forged with Anthem Blue Cross and the product that we've developed, uh, Blue Connection, which is bending the cost curve. Um, as I noted uh, in one of our earlier podcasts, you know, we are able to deliver the full range of healthcare to an employer through Blue Connection at a price point that's 12 to 15 percent below pretty much every other product in this market. And we're able to do that because of the commitment that we've made to get healthcare right through the accountable care organization that we put in place, through the work that is done day in and day out to deliver the right care and the right part of our continuum at the right time to produce the right clinical outcomes at the right cost. And increasingly, that is not in expensive hospitals. It is in the ambulatory setting, meaning the outpatient setting, And even more so, it's increasingly in the patient's home, as was the case with the two individuals I talked about, Dan, the smoker, whose life we saved because of the early screening that we performed for lung cancer, or Stephanie, whose um, diabetes was not well managed. We are doing that with thousands of patients every day to improve their health, to manage their chronic conditions, even as they are outside of our hospitals. And all of that is translating into lower costs and improved overall health. That's a value proposition that we are able to deliver to the employer community through our corporate health and employer solutions division, as well as, um, you know, through the partnership that we have with Anthem Blue Cross and the product that we've developed, Blue Connection. You know, a lot of our, obviously our audience, those listening, are leaders of businesses, you know, they have health issues, right? But they also uh, have all those people, and you mentioned in one of our earlier episodes, about people showing up for work and being their best selves. This helps that, right? This helps people get to work, helps people's absenteeism, helps their presentism, you know, everything it is. I just love to continue to get that message out there to those leaders of these organizations that we can be part of that solution. Yeah, no question, Jamie. Uh, you know, the pain points for employers as it relates to employer-funded health care are, number one, the cost of employer-funded health care and employee health care benefit programs. And, you know, we are bending the cost curve. We've done it with our own employees, as I touched on in, in previous podcasts. 
you know, we have 18 to 20,000 employees at TriHealth and their dependents, and we've been able to reduce the year-over-year cost of healthcare to a fraction of what it is for most employers uh, because of the work that we're doing to create an accountable care organization and to deliver on that triple aim of better care, better health, better value. The other pain point, and we can do that for employers, and we are doing that for hundreds of employers every day through our Blue Connection product. But another pain point is you know, keeping employees healthy so they show up and are productive on the job. And we deliver a, a full range of services through our employer solutions and corporate health program, EAP, workplace wellness and health programs, fitness, really targeted and customized to, around the needs of each of the more than 4,000 employers that we partner with, all to address their challenges at a local level. And so we stand ready to assist uh, every employer in this community in both lowering the, the overall cost of their health care that they provide their employees, as well as improving the health of their workforce, uh, improving attendance, presenteeism, and productivity for those, uh, again, that, uh, you know, that are on the job working. Because of the work that we've done to um, embrace the triple aim, evolve our payment models. You know, we've been able to invest in services that are not traditionally reimbursed uh, through a fee-for-service payment system that are critical and essential, like uh, behavioral health services uh, that we've embedded in our primary care practices. We know, and our industry knows, that undiagnosed and unmanaged behavioral health uh, drives up healthcare spending. Uh, It drives up poor health outcomes. And yet our broken fee-for-service payment models don't reimburse mental health services, which is the reason there is a paucity of mental health services locally and across the nation. Well, we're, as part of our work to get healthcare right, we've made major investments in expanding access to behavioral health services. We've embedded behavioral health services in our primary care practices where we care for more than 500,000 members of our community. So there is the opportunity for kind of warm handoffs from a primary care provider to a mental health professional in the office, avoiding the stigma of having to go to a mental health center. And we've created specialty care for those patient population that really needs a level of care above what we can provide in our primary care office. And all of that's translating into better managed behavioral health illness and improved health outcomes and lower costs. Well, Mark, again, I want to thank you, number one, for being on our first three episodes and really diving into population health and the triple lame and all the things that we can do. I really look forward with future conversations with you on this podcast, as well as other members of your team at TriHealth System and some of your partners. And I would like to tell our listeners, if there's questions you have on the topic of population health and just how we fix the health system, please forward those to me at jdsmith at bizjournals.com. And we'll get those into future episodes for you. Mark, I want to thank you once again. Jamie, it's been a lot of fun. We'll have to do this another time. I think so. Have a great day. Thank you for downloading Getting Healthcare Right. Presented by the Cincinnati Business Career and sponsored by TriHealth. To learn more, visit trihealth.com.